0: oftentimes our friends aren't acting up because they don't they can't stand our growth they're acting up because we've been absent
1: even then your intentions may be in a good place but you you actually don't have capacity to follow through on those yeah. intentions damn
0: i'm sick of feeling like i'll keep dropping the ball yeah yeah but if i keep holding this ball my arms are gonna fall off
1: how do we tell the difference between this is a bridge that needs to be Mm burned and this is a bridge that needs to be rebuilt right i think
0: social media has sometimes made us see our friends as accessories to us yeah right okay and it becomes if you are no longer working for me i don't need you
1: go away People think that absence of conflict means peace. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. It it just means absence.
0: Come on.
1: Hello and welcome to the Two My Sisters podcast. I'm Courtney. And I'm Renee. And we are your online sisters and hosts of the Two My Sisters podcast. We
0: are all about promoting the wellness, growth, and development of a community of sisters across the world.
1: And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about the ugly side of friendship. Ew. Cutting people off, dealing with hard seasons, all of that jazz. (laughs) In a world where we put. No, no, we're not doing that one today. (laughs) you know when there's certain things that you do it's like oh man they're tired of this one but yeah i actually wanted to have a real like candid conversation Mm. on friendships Mm. and the ugly side of managing Mm. friendships the reality of cutting people off when to cut people off dealing with hard seasons dealing with change tough times but tough times never last that's right only Only tough tough people people do and things are getting tough for people out here. And oh. with that we'll segue into the ding ding ding. Well, I think we actually have some housekeeping. Some housekeeping. Oh, man. <laughs> hey, man, we got some housekeeping. Take it away cool. Some Take real
0: housekeeping. Drum roll, please.
1: To my sisters
0: live in London, 2022. Sisters, <laughs> live shows happening, baby. <laughs> November 12th. I know, sisters internationally, if you want to get a flight, <laughs> come. Come through. But for now, London. Hello. London, stand up. Our homegirls, where you at? You guys need okay. to stand up. TMS Live is happening November 12th in London in Rio cinema and we cannot wait to meet you all to dance to sing to eat snacks okay we're gonna have to some watch some surf but also to just have a live show doing the podcast in person with you guys' input how about that this is about to be good bigger better bigger badder. better Whoa. badder tickets are dropping 30th of september pay day and we wanted to make sure it was on payday so that you weren't breaking the bank tickets are cheaper than before okay don't, Don't say, we, say, didn't we, Don't say we didn't hook you up. Don't say we didn't hook you up. Understand. Okay. Tickets are cheaper than before the last year. Shout out to all the girls who caused last year's live show Hello. to sell out Hello. in like less than 30 minutes. Okay. Please come and have a good time. Please come and meet all of the sisters who come to the live show. Some come from all around the UK. There are some folks okay. I'll have
1: you know that have said that they're coming through from all sorts of international destinations, so including <laughs> Manchester. <laughs> <laughs> I heard the sisters from Croydon are venturing I heard to come. A little birdie—they're rallying me that there's some folks coming in from Brighton. Wow taking flights from brighton (laughs) so sisters that have easy access to london i don't want to hear oh i was at work i don't want to hear oh i was sleeping it's a
0: saturday it's it's a it's gonna be a good time okay honestly sisters we want you all to be there we have a bigger venue this time it's a little bit daunting for us because we want to make sure that you guys pack it out but we also want to make sure all of you can fit um last year we underestimated how many of you actually would want to come because it was our first time so yeah this year, this year we won't do that if
1: you're a brother <laughs> listening buy it for your sister yes. your girlfriend your- any woman in yeah. your life that makes your heart sing or that's important <laughs> to your self-development or yes. is related to you anybody yeah get them a ticket they'll get thank you later them a
0: ticket we cannot wait to see all of you november 12th put it in your diary Ooh, that's the special not another
1: live show i'm live so excited show. man the
0: last one was so fun yo i think the last one was like the first time we met people in person yeah 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 and like you guys are amazing. One thing you will never, ever, ever get from a To My Sisters event or from a sister in the sisterhood is bad vibes. Ugh. We are all dope. Actually I can guarantee people. you there is no way you can come to a sister a To My Sisters event and not leave having met amazing people.
1: Inspired change you might even have cried transform oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. transformative I honestly the word is and because we, we leave that way
0: like don't think we're just gassing it up so that you guys can come no for sure for sure that way so we can't wait to have that for our sake that's just some selfishness in hello there. but also we can't wait to have it for you guys' sake because you guys bring just such you bring wisdom you bring warmth you bring love you bring your jokes you bring your personalities and it just it fills up the room man honestly honestly we cannot wait to have all of you there with us get your ticket okay tickets come out when september 30th 30th set your alarm 30th 10 a.m and sign
1: up to the god damn mailing <laughs> list oh yeah yeah because
0: okay we know all of you complained last year well the mailing list girls got all the tickets before we did well it was just about putting your email in the box hello <laughs> you didn't do it <laughs> 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 sign up to the mailing list because you the girls literally the sisters who are on the mailing list get early access to the tickets if they snap them all look i don't know what to tell you all
1: there's nothing to tell you go and run there now it's free don't to my beat, sisters dot com don't let us beat you in the dms you know there you go because we've told you there you go multiple times
0: to my sisters.com. sign up to the mailing list they will get the link first okay I'm sorry but I'm not but sorry but I'm not
1: <laughs> <laughs> they get the link first
0: um, and you can get the link first just sign up to the mailing list yeah
1: it's going to be a great time we've got some exciting things up our sleeves for this one guaranteed <laughs> guaranteed gonna, gonna be a, a firecracker
0: gonna have a good time what can i
1: tell you chief join <laughs> the fire it's gonna be a cracker get
0: ready but yes yeah, sorry ding
1: ding don't ding. be sorry the <laughs> dilemma is if you don't come to the show that's the real dilemma moving <laughs> on to the dilemma hey courtney and renee hey babes i just want to thank you for the service you're doing for our community of sisters Aww, i'm loving the you. growth both in myself and in your channel thank you this dilemma stems from a sister who is undergoing a lot of change in her life mm. and who has struggled with dealing with change in the past. Mm. I've started therapy and things are looking up for me. Nice. I'm at the end of finishing my degree at university and I'm feeling more confident as I'm setting boundaries with people as well as myself. I've decided not to break my back for anybody anymore. I'm no longer neglecting slash minimizing myself at the expense of people pleasing and fear of judgment. Come on. With this process, mm-hmm. I've had to cut some people out of my life, even though I've not wanted to. But I also feel like I'm losing people the more I found my footing. Mm. I just wanted to ask, how do I differentiate from knowing when I've outgrown people or this newfound me has focused so much on personal growth that I've neglected relationships? Yeah. Lots of love.
0: That is such a good dilemma. So relevant Sitting. to this episode. I, did that. I see me a what star you did in there. there. <laughs> okay you know what the first thing I would say is have you welcomed people on this journey with you not necessarily for them to have to go on a glowing and growing journey but the things that you are discovering the things that have become interesting to you the things that you're discovering in therapy discovering about yourself Mm -hmm. have you actually just had good intimate conversations with your friends um which have just been, you know, nice to have, or have you gone on this glowing and growing journey independently yep. um, and you haven't welcomed them even in conversation to go on it with you. Um, That's when you really get to see, okay, maybe we're not at the same stage yet, but we think, similarly or we' we're, we're both at least in this period of our lives where we are interested in our self-development um because even if somebody is toxic they can actually still be very much so into their self-development they mm-hmm. just might have to do a lot more work to get past these behavioral habits than you did um and everyone is just at different stages um, and I, I don't even think saying if somebody is toxic um is necessarily the white the right way to say it but you know what I'm saying however I would say, Most times when you are on a personal development journey and it does transform you a lot, you will start to inevitably see that you lose a lot of people in your life, especially if they aren't moving in the same direction you are. And it's simply just because you bonded over the old you and now you're not that person anymore. Not because the old you was bad or not because they are bad because they're into the things that the old you was also into. It's just that you're not the same anymore. There's no Mm. more synergy. And sometimes we find ourselves feeling super guilty about that. The fact that a season of friendship has ended because there is no longer any synergy, but it's okay. Evolution happens and it's actually okay sometimes friendships come to an end and it will shock you to find that like some people also notice the change and they're like you know what maybe we're not as close as we were anymore yeah. and because i love you and because there'll always be love there i'm always rooting from you for you but it just won't be from as close you know and that's okay so You're going to notice naturally. Some people, you're going to, there's just going to start being natural distance, right? And that's actually all right. As long as it's not coming from a place of pride or arrogance. And I think those things are more so just self inspection. Like, am I leaving these friends because I think I'm better than them? And Mm. really just inspect your thoughts. Like, be honest and real with yourself. Do I now think I am better than people because I go to therapy? You know? And, And some people actually do have that disposition. So really be honest with yourself. And if you're like, no, genuinely, I don't. It's just, if I were to still be friends with them, I'll feel like it would, it wouldn't be true to myself anymore. Then that's fine. Then, you know, take the distance. Um, Change is inevitable, right? And sometimes we don't all change in the same direction. Mm. And that's all right. Like, you have to sometimes let people be free. Um, or you may be able to show people that they can change and evolve with you. And that's that's also a great journey to embark on um, with your friends because that's something you'll have in common. But you can't drag anybody anywhere with you. You can't force anybody to change just because you're changing. Um, and that's okay. Sometimes you do have to grieve friendships and that's the like one of the hardest things to have to grieve Mm. because they've been such a big part of your life but you know what's so beautiful about it is you still have those memories and you still have the memories of what made it beautiful right and now you can move on to make beautiful memories with other people who god is sending you in this season Mm. and that's that's great that's absolutely fine but sometimes friends are just for a season um and that's that's sad but it's, it's nice either way yeah how about you
1: wow that was such a poignant <laughs> and super stru- stru- holistic um i really enjoyed that <laughs> let me stop trolling. no genuinely i love that answer i think you tackled it on all fronts in so far as maintaining that balance right mm. of being open to maintaining relationships and opening the door to new ones as opposed to like focusing so much on the cutting people off. I think just as a generation and it's something that we're going to touch on in the rest of the Mm -hmm. episode, this like, Trigger happy, cut people off. You know, they're not with my style, with my glowing and growing. I'm getting better, all that (laughs) kind of stuff. When it shouldn't necessarily always be framed as I'm going up and you're not meeting me there, but we're actually parting ways. Yeah. And I love that you're talking about the fact that sometimes it's necessary to agree friendships because even in that process of, oh, I've cut people off, well, have you actually spent some time mourning that friendship Mm. and figuring out, like, okay, how and why did we part ways yeah. reflecting on the good reflecting on the bad and actually grieving that loss because it is yeah. a loss yeah um so I'm really happy that you touched on that to be honest with you and I think it comes as part of the territory as you grow and grow. yeah um but as you grow specifically things will change between you yeah. and your friends and some friends unfortunately the changes are so significant and fundamental that the intimacy that you once shared that was born out of experience shared experiences Mm. or born out of like you know um convenience is no longer there Mm. and it's not necessarily always a bad thing sometimes Mm -hmm. it's good for both of you to part ways and that's okay so finding your peace with that is necessary but then also having that opportunity to examine yourself and your disposition as you mentioned because there's definitely some folks who yeah i'm glowing i'm getting better and it's just like are you if your character sucks (gasps) all all this all this therapy and you ain't therapizing that that character um so (laughs) really understanding also the reason why you're cutting these people off as well like is it a straight you don't understand me i'm cutting you off or is it i've realized we're fundamentally different and it's not conducive for us to be friends anymore so i think also being very um intentional and understanding about why you're cutting people off or why these relationships are ending will also help you in determining whether it's a problem of you Mm. or it's a problem of them yeah um because sometimes it's just a sometimes we can be lazy and thinking that we are cutting people off for the right reasons when we haven't actually even ascertained what the reasons were in the first place beyond I'm changing. It's like, okay, what exactly about you is changing? That means that you can't be intentional with this friendship.
0: This is actually a good point. Um, Especially if a lot of us like the idea of telling ourselves I'm cutting people off, or this friendship has died because they can't handle my evolution. Mm-hmm. However, there is a trap in the glowing and growing journey that you can fall into, which is becoming so invested in working on yourself that you start to retreat from your relationships. Yeah, in yeah. that case, oftentimes our friends aren't acting up because they don't, they can't stand our growth. They're acting up because we've been absent. Like we've actually, we haven't been intimate with them. Um, And a lot of us go through, you know, we have a whole episode talking about being selfish and taking and reclaiming your time and, you know, doing all these things so that you can invest in yourself. But remember that you are not an island. You are not. You're not just suddenly this now completely unattached from all your relationships just because you were working on yourself. You still have to serve. You still have to love. You still have to be there. And you have to be present in your friendships whilst you are still working on yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, And some Mm -hmm. friends, rightfully so, they react badly to our evolution because you just left and you showed up a whole new person. But whilst you were away, something's happened in our life. And you weren't there because you were too busy doing you, you know? And so you have to really ascertain, have I also given myself enough in these relationships and Mm. been present enough or have I been, you know, an a-hole and, you know, just gone and done this glowing and growing journey by myself? And that's what's caused the rifts in our friendships. I didn't allow people in on my journey. And also I wasn't a part of their journey either. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: All necessary conversations to be had with the self and potentially yeah. with the others.
0: Yes, 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 yes. Well, we did that, community,
1: community. Um, But no, sending you lots of love, sis. It's beautiful that you are spending time working on yourself and mm-hmm. becoming a better version of yourself. But again, it's all about that balance and mm-hmm. making sure that, you know, the reasons why you are cutting people off or ending relationships are reasons that are pertinent and necessary <laughs> for both the growth of yourself, but also the growth of the other people. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah wishing you all the best in that journey sis yeah and I think it's such a beautiful like segue into this conversation Mm -hmm. which is the ugly behind friendships Mm -hmm. and I wanted to touch on this because in this community of like glowing and growing we speak about community and friendship a lot and changes and stuff I think it's always important to have a nuanced perspective and in promoting friendship and sisterhood and talking about you know what it takes to maintain a friendship, I thought it would be a good time and opportunity to talk about the real ugly behind friendship and how it can be challenging and hard and testing and what to do in those kind of situations. Yeah. Because I do think just in interacting with a lot of the ladies, both in person, but just over the course of this To My Sister's journey and thinking about some of the dilemmas that we've had sent mm. in over the course of time, the girls really be finding it challenging. Really, oh, Because really friendships hard. are. <laughs> challenging and yeah that's even a great segue into my first kind of like point or question for you miss Courtney what have you found challenging about maintaining friendships Mm. as you've grown older oh
0: everything (laughs) just everything like honestly friendships I wouldn't say they're hard because, you know, we, we champion relationships here. So I don't want to create this like, uh, friendships are so hard because at their core relationships of any kind are simple communication, effort, affection. That's literally it. it, man. Do you get what I mean? Um, But it becomes hard to communicate sometimes because everyone has different communication styles. Um, It becomes hard to give effort sometimes because everybody becomes busy. It becomes hard to be affectionate sometimes because everyone is dealing with varying levels of trauma and comfortability with the idea of affection. And everyone receives affection so differently. I think the biggest challenge when it comes to maintaining or evolving friendships as you get older is everyone is changing. And you also have to adapt the relationship Relationship as they adapt, mm. right, um, and as we adapt. And, you know, sometimes we we can overcomplicate this because it's just, you know, at the essence, that spark that made you friends, whether it was in the school playground or in the office or, you know, at university, whatever made you and drew, drew you closer together, it will definitely bond you together and you adapt over time. But that sentiment and that love and that emotion that is there, doesn't really change right but sometimes we become over dependent on that feeling and over dependent on we've we've spoken about this before that convenience of we have common ground and we have you know schedules which align and we have um life circumstances which you can bond over and all of that but then what happens when schedules no longer align you know what happens Mm. when you're no longer in the same environment and in the same space what happens when different life experiences have happened to each Of you now, which you both do not have in common anymore. Someone's a mother, somebody is not. Um, Somebody's been married for five years, somebody's out here throwing it back on a yacht. (laughs) Like, it's. it's... It's like, ah, common ground, where is it? Um, I do think it's important to then lean on this thing, which we always say, instead of leaning on convenience, really become intentional. Yeah. Um, you have to be intentional about building intimacy and all of that. But sometimes that looks like extra effort. And like I said, the challenge with effort is as we're getting older, everyone's getting busier. Mm. Everyone is getting more pressed about adult issues, bills, future 401k Uh, pension uh promotions at work and it's like damn how do we actually maintain this intimacy especially if we cannot give each other the same amount of time Mm -hmm. as we used to before Mm -hmm. Um, and for a lot of us attachment um not attachment affection and bonding is so closely attached to time the amount of time you can give to somebody so i think these are all the things that you chat you you juggle as you get older um there's also another thing which is changing opinions, right? I may not have the same opinions I had when I was a teenager mm. when we became friends. Now I have different political opinions, social opinions, religious opinions. Um, this may cause some difference in us because we're not the same person you know Um, and we haven't developed in the same way and both of that now needs to be embraced so like I said as you are evolving as people you're also evolving as people in this relationship how do we then navigate this um relationship in a way that both of us are heard both of us are seen um and both of us are cared for as well so yeah, that's what I would say has been some of the challenges I've, I'm trying to think of any more, but those are most of the challenges that I have faced in adult friendship. Mm. Like, it's been, it's been interesting, but it's also been really good. I do also think the nature of the way you approach friendship changes generally right. when you get older. Mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. the older you get, the more you're like, I'm open to making new friends. But I also know that if I have two friends, I got enough friends. <laughs> like, the door is closed (laughs) and and it's not even just that the door is closed it's just more so i don't need as many friends because this is not no longer about popularity Mm -hmm. right like when when you're younger Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. like friendship is a lot about popularity you want as many friends as possible because you want a a wide spanning network exactly whereas when you get older you're like I can have a wide spanning network without calling everybody friend. Mm-hmm. Whereas when you're younger, it's like the only way for people to get into your network is they need to be your friend, you know. Um, but now it's like, no, you can be my acquaintance. You can be my co-worker. You can be my peer at school. Yeah. Um, but you don't have to be my friend. So now we're whittling down what does friend actually mean. Yeah. And now you're setting standards for what a friend actually is. You realize that you don't need a million of them you know and so sometimes some people get moved from friend to acquaintance mm-hmm. and you know even further out in terms of the circle um and that's actually okay and mm. you realize that to have a, a few close friends who you can rely
1: on is enough it's enough yeah that's wonderful have you ever yeah. seen that meme that's like when you call like your three friends on rotation and no one <laughs> it's the worst
0: feeling ever it's just like where is everyone it is the where worst are my three friends ever honestly <laughs> there was a day i went to do a campaign yeah i went <laughs> to the top of our building to film a campaign and um a part of the campaign i had to uh, call somebody um and like have a video call with them i'm calling all my friends nobody I is screaming. answering and it got to
1: a point where i'm like
0: i have nobody else to call
1: you know those points make you think does everyone hate me And also, I don't have enough friends. (laughs) And then when they respond, you're just like, so where were you in my time? Were you? Did you die? Did you die? Did you hate me? Like, what did I do? They're like, no, I was actually getting on with life things. You're like, I am your life. uh, Stop that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, joking, joking. But honestly, like when Jen finally picked up the phone, one of our, we, I've spoken about her so many Mm -hmm. times. I was like, oh my God, you picked up first ring. She was like, "Yeah." yeah. It's like, well, all my other friends
1: where are they huh (laughs) probably dead somewhere (laughs) she was in a work meeting um but yeah even things like that i think all of the challenges that you mentioned definitely resonate Mm. like the speed at which things change and the prerequisite of being able to adapt Mm. is long Mm. it's very very long the different factors that are coming in at so many different times and the fact that each friendship requires something different can yeah. also be really difficult. Yeah. Which is why, like, as we approach adulthood, not even approach, we are in the in thick the of adulthood. Are we in the thick of it? We're at the beginning. Uh, to be honest. That's the
0: bit that actually to be honest, makes me
1: sick. You know what I think is a scam? This whole... Get to 18, you're an adult. Yeah, look, it's a lie. Look here. Personally, even cognitively, you're not
0: really an adult until you're 25.
1: If I'm still growing till How I'm, like, 90-something, yeah. are you just got. You guys just wanted to tax us. You wanted to find a legitimate way to tax us Come as, early on. as possible. Yeah, because even now, when folks around me get pregnant, I'm like, that's a teenager. Yeah. That is a kid getting. But pregnant. then it's not. But then it's not no. Because <laughs> if you're you able to, no, you're nice. able to have a kid. You have some faculties <laughs> and some activities that were a bit adulty. So. <laughs> It's difficult because all of these different friendships require different things to yeah. sustain and maintain yeah. that intimacy. Yeah. Whereas back in the day because of convenience, everybody's going to school, everybody like yeah. gets the same thing, the yeah. same experiences and stuff like that. All you had to do was bust a couple of jokes yeah. or like walk with each other on the way to school Just and stuff. Just have your thing. Have your thing and it's like, oh, if you're a bit quirky, it's like maybe an individual, you know, <laughs> conversation somewhere. Now it's like a my friends are on rotation. Yeah. You know what yes. I mean? And it's that intentional effort that actually requires a lot of energy and that can be hard as much as we like champion it and we're like oh it's a good thing it's a difficult thing and it's hard when you have a lot of friends or like multiple friends as well as you're dealing with your own ish because life is hard life and it's getting harder and when you have new players or new factors that come in like for example children or spouses or jobs and stuff that demand the energy that you have Mm. we all have a finite amount of energy. And energy cannot be made, it yeah. can only be transferred. Come on. Therefore, the amount of energy that you have for your friends must be spent wisely yeah. because again, girl, you can't create new ones. Yeah. You can't create new energy um stores. Yeah. You can only manage what you've currently got. And it feels as though as we get older what we allocate our energy to starts to increase our bills are getting higher the energy bills are increasing and it's difficult because managing relationships creating new ones sustaining them even closing relationships Mm. require energy and i think that's what i find challenging because i like having energy Mm. i like being an energetic person and i like showing up for people and being present but that presence comes at a cost And it means that it's going to impact something else. It might be you have to stay up a little bit later to connect with that person or engage with them at an inconvenient time Mm. or stuff like that. And I think in an age where we can't constantly talk about like self-affirmation, focusing and prioritizing on the self, having to make the negotiation as to when is it necessary to prioritize the self and when is it necessary to prioritize my friend before we reach the breaking point is hard. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And it's hard to even discern When the breaking point is. Because sometimes you just let things go for too long. I think one thing you learn as you get older in friendship is grace. Mm, Like, mm -hmm. and not just giving it the how much you need it. How much you actually need it. I'll talk from personal experience, like... For me, handling loads of relationships is actually very difficult, like loads of relationships at one time. Mm. I get very overwhelmed and like I'm like a massive introvert in the, the literal sense of I get energy from just being by myself. So I'm very much like I'm always just recouping and recalibrating. And then sometimes I'm like, oh, crap. I haven't spoken to anybody today. Like literally, I haven't spoken to
1: anybody. You ever do that anybody. thing when you're alone and you have to say something like "hello"? Yeah, literally, <laughs> just literally. And, sure and literally, I'll voice. stand there. I'll be like,
0: "When was the last time I said a word?" Like, do you know how the funny that is call during the week. Do you like, know how funny that is. Yeah, and that that happens a lot. And transparency moment. A lot of my friends have complained. You know, <laughs> um, <laughs> because I am the friend that just goes ghost, like, and not in a bad way. It's literally just. I will remember, oh crap, I need to WhatsApp someone back. And then I open the chat and it's been seven days since I didn't like message them. And it's like, I didn't even realize this much time had passed. Um, and I think that there's there's something to say about, okay, well, what's your capacity? And also what is your communication style? Mm. Because as much as something like texting is very convenient for us as adults and it's a quick way we can show somebody, Oh, you're on my mind. Yeah. For some of us, it just don't work. You worst. need to call my phone. Like, it, And I think there's a maturity that comes with friendship, which is you need to learn each other mm. and you need to be learned. But also you need a whole bunch of grace and you need to, I think when we were younger, one thing we did was if somebody did something, it was automatically, oh my God, what have I done wrong? There was an insecurity there, you know, like, oh my gosh, what have I done wrong? Oh my gosh, like, did I say something? Or like, is this, why are they, why are they airing me? Like, that's bad vibes. Like, why are they ghosting me? Um, nowadays, it's like, child she's probably off somewhere deep dived into a a work project or you know she's her phone is broken or she's just trying to hustle. you know and you can't you you really can't when you're older be like she's not messaging me because she's a bad person there's actually so much going on in life now on the flip side some people will say no it's just mad immaturity like you should be able to handle your time better and have time for your friends i completely agree with that to a certain degree but Mm. i do think depending on the amount of pressure each person is going through or what their life requires of them no one season is going to look the same Mm. which means that their recreational time or the time that they get to show um or to bond with their friends is going to change according to season and you have to be ready even the friend that communicates the most you know if I'm ever kidnapped this is the person I'm gonna call because she's gonna pick up any time all day she's gonna go through something one day and one day you're gonna call her and she's not gonna be able to pick up because Mm. life has gotten in the way you know and so it's just having that flexibility of being like you know what as you get older you can't really take as many things personally anymore but you really do have to be as intentional as possible Mm. yeah
1: no I definitely love that man it's it's the intentionality for me that can be so difficult because even then your intentions may be in a good place but you're you actually don't have capacity to follow through on those intentions yeah it's like oh I wanted to but I didn't
0: yes sir.
1: yes
0: and this is the thing like with uh, Adulthood sometimes feels like (laughs) a big catch twenty-two. On top of feeling like a scam, like it it just feels like a big a big catch twenty-two, which is there's always something Mm. like there's always something to do. And if you decide, it's okay. And if you decide, I'm just gonna take time to just rest, breathe, just a couple minutes, Mm. or just you know this evening. It feels like you've let someone down or you've let something down, you know, and it's like damn I'm sick of feeling like I'll keep dropping the ball yeah yeah but if I keep holding this ball my arms are gonna fall off
1: I'm about to fall down dead <laughs> you then know? you ain't gonna get no damn response
0: <laughs> how can I invite message you back if, if I ain't got dead. no fingers if I'm dead what will there you do there you go you have but also it's like killed me ciao if people are managing to invest time into you, you should also try and invest time into for them sure, for sure. and it's about having conversations with your friends which are what are our expectations here? Like I always say there will always be three things you really need to manage in um, relationships. Mm-hmm. Expectations, assumption, communication, mm. right? If I can at least on, communicate my expectations, I won't have to make assumptions. Jeez. But if I make assumptions- Trademarked. And I have not communicated anything,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: my expectations are never going to be met. They're never going to be met. And Mm. if I have expectations and I just assume that you're going to meet them without communicating it, the inevitable answer and result of that equation is disappointment. And I'm constantly going to be disappointed, right? And I think the mature thing that we get to do as friends, adult friends, is I have an expectation, I'm never gonna assume, and at least I'm gonna communicate. This way, I am not going to experience disappointment. Mm. Not because you're gonna meet my every expectation, but I'm gonna give you an opportunity to at least tell me I'm not going to meet your every expectation. But at least I'm clear on what you expect and on what you need as Mm. well. And we can come to a degree of a compromise. Um, A lot of us do these very juvenile things. I wouldn't even say stupid. They're just juvenile, which is we just assume so much about our so friendship much, especially when over familiarity has crept in especially if you've known that person for a long time and it's like actually things have changed we are not the 16 17 18 year olds that we once were this is no more freshers uni night uh, that's that's not that's not what we're doing anymore <laughs> Megan so, <laughs> has ruined yeah, the generation ow, with that. That's not, we can't do that anymore <laughs> with 35. <laughs> I'm They'll not saying you I'll can't be older and not yeah, be a hot girl. Exactly. Right, I'm not saying that. 35. But I'm saying at least be on the same page, right? It's but so at some dull. point for the majority of us, <laughs> life catches up and it's it really like, does. hey, sorry, Miss Hot Girl, taxes are due. Sorry, Miss Sweet- eh. Sweetheart. i <laughs> 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 It's not going to work. <laughs> It's not gonna work. I'm so sorry, Al, <laughs> hot Sorry, on a yacht right now. Oh. They, they
1: will. will come and put padlocks on your door. Bro, by the time you come back, that Easy. yacht is going to be your new house
0: because <laughs> you have a gonna of- ask them to let you back on and Bruh. sell the sea Pirates of the Caribbean I'm style. Screaming. They'll call you Captain no, Jack Sparrow. I was about now. to say <laughs> change your name.
1: <laughs> the original hot, girl, the original Jack hot girl.
0: Um, but yeah, like all of that happens and life gets in the way and friendship isn't the same now it doesn't mean mm-hmm. friendship can't have the same amount of depth and i think that's another place we go wrong we think that we're adults now we don't need friends yeah. anymore yeah yeah um, yeah or we don't need friends friendships with depth and with roots one thing i realize as i'm getting older is the friendships with those Deep roots mm. are just necessary. Mm-hmm, they are mm-hmm. the pillars for the garden that is our life. Like right. it doesn't, as much as different things sprout here and there and, you know, new fruits are growing here and there, those trees that have them anchor roots, right, in the garden, they are really what's going to hold you down in every season okay no matter what like these new trees and these new bushes winter gonna come they're gonna be frail the wind is gonna dust them away but them oak trees summer spring winter autumn they're going to be there and so it's important to still remember remind yourself that you need the friends that you have um even if they are few and far between it's amazing to at least have one or two friends you can call on in a hard time and those kinds of friendships and I'm no i am saying with my chest that there are friendships that can require more of you than other mm-hmm. other friendships yeah, and sure. should require more of you um because they will require you to show up and they can take different forms you know we all have those friends who is like we can't even talk for six years then we talk and it's like nothing they eh, ever yeah, we, we just do. pick up right where we left, left off. off you know and actually that's great but then there are also some friends who are like you don't talk to me for six years i'm gonna assume you're my enemy yep hello how about that hello so that's when it comes down to expectations right what do you actually need from me and how what have I learned from knowing you Mm. um but yeah sorry I've rambled on no no
1: no that was actually excellent that was actually excellent and (laughs) speaking of enemies (laughs) moving on to yet another uglier side of the the friendships uh, the amis the amigas is when the amigas are no longer amigas (laughs) They have amigo goat. <laughs> I think that is the worst one you've ever done on the podcast. And for that, I'm going to have to administer a red card.
0: Absolutely bad. Absolutely terrible. I hope you've even shocked yourself with how bad that was. The Amigas have Amigo'd. Aye! Guy.
1: Renee, that one was bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just a glimpse into what living with me is like... <laughs> <laughs> Never again. Oh, nah, that was hilarious, man. Okay, so we are the generation that talks about the black, black, black. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> I know you've got to look at me the same. Anymore. Yeah, yeah, You're sorry. It's like, me, go gold.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> gold is not even a past tense. It's just,
1: <laughs> it's just, okay, yeah, go on. Oh, uh, man. So, yeah you know. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. We're the generation of you know, black or black mm, cutting off friends, all of that kind of bridges. stuff. Yeah, burning bridges, all of that kind of good stuff, or rather bad, bad stuff. stuff. At what point is it necessary to consider cutting off a friend? Mm. And I mean in the extremities, because we've spoken about you know some friends' natural distance it becomes acquaintance type situation or like just putting some distance between you and a friend into something that is a label that's not as intimate as friend what about the situations like when is a true situation in which I? I got a black, 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 cut you off.
0: See, and there's a differentiation that needs to be made because those friendships where there's a natural, like, distance and a separation, those friendships fade. It's not Mm. even, there's never even, oftentimes, there's never even a definitive end to those friendships. There was never a conversation. There was never a delete my number you know it's it's nothing like that Mm -hmm. um oftentimes even with those friendships we can't even pinpoint when we stopped being friend it was just you know we were once really close and we're just not anymore but you know it's always good blood but the friendships where you need to cut things off or burn a bridge is this person can no longer have access to me Mm. and that that's one thing you need to remember when it comes down to burning a bridge, it's revoking access. You cannot cross over into this territory. Those things should only really be done when when you get in this space, when you get access to me, you are a danger, yeah. you are a threat. Yeah. You are somebody who threatens my future, you threaten my present, Damn. you threaten my, my mental, my Stress. physical, my spiritual health. Yay. You are... Stay over there. <laughs> stay over there. Don't want you to have access to me. Don't want you to have access to my life. Not a restraining yeah? order. No, th- and that's essentially what it is, right? And it don't have to be said in those words, you know? However, that's the feeling. And I think that's what... There is no kind of reconciliation Mm. that should be able to happen Mm -hmm. between you if you are going to take that approach to somebody, which is why I always advise don't be quick to cut anybody off because oftentimes just a simple conversation or a a simple agree to disagree will prove to you that there is a little bit of reconciliation that can be done there. But if you go off all guns blazing and you cut off a person from your life, it needs to be with not necessarily just good reason because everyone, you know, has their reasons for whatever and everyone feels like you know i'm the captain of my own life so i will just make the choice i want to make okay good for you right. however once you cut off a once you cut a bridge or you burn a bridge or cut off somebody you can't go back like don't go back that's that's for me personally if somebody was like calling i'm burning a bridge with you calm you ain't never crossing it again don't even try to rebuild don't it look forever. for me around and also like it needs to be one of those things of like I said, it cannot be repaired. There is no reconciliation. There's no reparation that can happen here. Um, And sometimes that's as extreme as that sounds. Sometimes that is necessary because sometimes people cross our boundaries so much. They will disrespect us so much or do something to us, which is you could only have done this if you truly in the bottom of your heart hated me. Of course, I don't want to be friends with you ever again. I don't even care if you change. The (laughs) scar is there. No, no, no. I can love you from afar. The thing about burning a bridge is I can stand on my island. You stand on your island. I can be happy that I can wave, but you ain't never crossing here. Absolutely And I'm not not. ever going there. That's all right. Mm. Do you get what I mean? That's actually okay. Mm -hmm. Um, Just because we're cordial doesn't mean we need to have a bridge. We don't need to have a connection. yeah, yeah. You know, we can be cordial without a connection. I don't want you coming to me and I also don't want to go to you I can cheer you on from afar I can be happy that you know you're alive but I don't want to be a part of your existence right
1: and that's okay wow
0: that was great a bridge that was
1: absolutely great Mm -hmm. because i do think that especially in today's culture we're quick to burn bridges or at least create this idea that if you cross me burn a bridge yeah 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 yeah. and i kind of wanted to dig deeper in so far as like we've spoken a bit about what are the prerequisites for burning a bridge cutting off completely and all that kind of stuff how do we tell the difference between this is a bridge that needs to be burned, mm-hmm. and this is a bridge that needs to be rebuilt. Right. So, like, there's because we're so like, oh, burn a bridge. Is it a question of the bridge needs to be burned or work needs to be done in this yeah. relationship? How do we tell the difference between that? Okay. So, the first thing is
0: your heart's position, mm-hmm. your heart's posture. Mm-hmm. So, once that anger has <laughs> some, no, because a lot of us do the burning bridge thing in haste. It's right, very right, much, right. uh, In this moment, I feel really hot right now. I am angry. I am upset. And then, and burning a bridge can take a different, it takes different forms. Sometimes it's not that text message that says, hey, delete my number. I don't Mm. ever want to speak to you again. Sometimes it's, I'm so angry. We're in a fight. And then I call you out of your name. Now for you, that could be, because I know one of your boundaries is don't disrespect me. And a huge boundary for me is honor and respect. Mm. And so if you, in your anger, call me out of my name, I don't care that you are angry. Don't ever do that again. You can't talk to me like that again. Bridge burnt. Mm, finished. Yeah, And so even if you fight, try your best in any situation. I'm fighting with you, but I can't cross your boundaries. Mm, Cause once I cross your boundary, that's it. That's, That's, that is red card foul. (laughs) Sit down on the bench over there. Far Far away. Far from me. Um, and that's really warranted. Mm. Um, and so I do think it's important to, um, assess your heart posture. So once the immediate emotions have settled down, okay, I feel violated, I feel angry, I feel X, Y, Z, okay, cool. I've bubbled down a little bit, maybe a couple, you know, and sometimes you do have to disengage from your friends for a little bit, just to, okay, I need to think. I need breathing room, I need thinking room. Once I've taken that step back and I've now sat down and I've thought about it, is there an ability to have a conversation which repairs this? Or do I actually feel like what you have done you've gone too far,
1: Mm, right? mm. In
0: my sober analysis of this, do I feel like you have gone too far? How have you made me feel? And do I feel like you even have any remorse? (laughs) Um, Do I feel like you even have any understanding of what you have done? If a conversation and genuine effort cannot rebuild this friendship then the friendship just has to end right Mm. however you have to pay attention to your heart posture which is are you letting this friend go because you cannot overcome your own ego Mm. this is no longer a question of safety it's no longer a question of respect it's I will not forgive you because you violated me and it made me feel this big and even if I do feel like you could be sorry I don't want to hear your sorry. Yeah. Because I can't believe you did that to me in the first place. Now, one thing I will say about friendships, and this is a huge dark side about the back of friendship, is it requires a lot of forgiveness, mm. right? But forgiveness is only done when there is repentance on the other side, right? And it's not that I can't forgive you without you repenting. We've talked about this before, about repentance being basically just turning around, doing a 180 and walking in the right direction Mm -hmm. again, right? Mm -hmm. Accepting Mm -hmm. that I've done something wrong. I'm walking in the wrong direction. Let me embrace the new direction, the right one, and walk in that and be committed to that. Even if you are not repentant, I can still forgive you for the sake of my peace and for the sake of who I am. I am a forgiving person, but it doesn't mean I need to let you be intimate with me again. But if I can sense that there is a little bit of repentance in your heart, but I still won't let you close to me, it's probably because of my pride and my ego, right? And in friendship, there is no room. For you have egos to drop that and at for the door, pride. boy. Honestly, so if you honestly if you sit down and you assess and you're like i could actually forgive this person i could tell that they're actually sorry but i'm struggling to forgive them because i feel violated Mm. and like they did something to make me feel small well really assess do you want this friendship or not right um and that's fine whatever decision you come to but i do think it's important to have because i think a lot of people are doing the cutting off and burning a bridge thing out of arrogance yeah it's very much uh, (sighs) a. I think social media has sometimes made us see our friends as accessories to us. Yeah. Right. Okay. I and know. it becomes, if you are no longer working for me, I don't need you. Go away. And it's like, hold on a minute. Mm-hmm. These people need you as much as you need them. Right. Right. They're not accessories. They're not just pets that you keep who Obey your every command and sit in the corner where you tell them to sit. They are multifaceted human beings with needs, desires. You have to engage with that. And Mm. I think a lot of us, as soon as somebody starts giving us any minor inconvenience or any semblance of inconvenience, we're like, cut them off because that's the easiest way to get out of a friendship. However, when it comes to this glowing and growing journey one thing you have to embrace is the fact that your greatest challenges that come from your relationships is actually what's going to enable you to glow and grow Mm, you actually need the people and you need to stick around long enough to allow those things to actually change and shape you a lot of us want to be i want to be more selfless i want to be more impactful okay but then when your friends put a demand on you you don't show up and you mark it as an inconvenience oh she's too needy she Mm. just needs me to show up for Mm -hmm. everything oh my days do you want to be selfless or not and why are you so mad that the people you are you have to be selfless with are the people who you are in community with because you have no problem being selfless when it comes to people who you consider less needy Mm. but or, or sorry um in need you have no issue being selfless with people who you consider to be in need you'll go out you'll serve the homeless but if your friend is genuinely going through financial issues you won't even let them come to you and confess that they're going through financial issues you don't like to listen do you get what i mean um you have to be very compassionate and empathetic when it comes to your friends um and sometimes that doesn't go well with bad character and so if your friends are doing something it's like "Ugh, this is proving like this is making me feel impatient you should basically pay attention to what your friends and their Mm. inconveniences or their bad behavior is causing to rise up in you yeah because if you realize. I'm actually quite an impatient person i actually am quite par- prideful i actually think i'm the leader of the pack do you get what i mean like if you start noticing all of these red flags maybe it's not a case of cutting them off but really inspecting what's going on with hello you. like Ooh. what's actually going on with
1: you and hello. in your heart yeah, as well yeah yeah wonderful spectacular Thanks, sorry i feel a like month. i took the long way no 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 no, no please please that. <laughs> that's what we needed sometimes <laughs> we need to go the long ways for you it, it was really given going on a tour <laughs> and showing you about yourself because i love that you even landed on that point because we are so so quick so so quick to say people just need to be cut off yeah. like i'm just gonna do me yeah i'm gonna follow and the thing about doing life with people It's funny because for a lot of women this kind of stuff comes natural in romantic relationships but in platonic relationships so rarely do we talk about things like grace and endurance and forgiveness Mm -hmm. and repentance. It's almost as though we have taken everything that is required to be split across different relationships and dumped it in the romantic bucket that we now see every other relationship as kind of like an add-on accessory secondary. secondary and in like be- in becoming older and becoming more mature and i love the the fact that you even touched on the words of maturity sobriety being the kind of person that people actually want to do life with requires you to be able to handle those challenges when they come it requires you to be um focusing on things like conflict resolution it requires you mm-hmm. to think about how you have been behaving in this relationship mm-hmm. even thinking about like cutting people off or have you inspected how much you may have contributed to potential breakups or contributed to you know potential conflicts within the relationships that you have with other women and i think it's that coupled with giving grace to people that will really allow you to have friendships that stand the test of time Mm -hmm. because if you keep on burning bridges baby you're going to be stuck on that island with nowhere to go and you're going to be so
0: deceived into thinking you burnt all these bridges because the other people are toxic
1: The common denominator. It's you. Hello. It's you. Hello.
0: If you burn a bridge to everybody else, no one's going to get to you. Like no one's going to get to you. It's not just no longer, oh, I don't want you to get to me. It's also the people that you need aren't going to be able to come to you. You will be doing
1: SOS and ain't nobody going to be able to find you. No
0: one can actually come. And that's the challenge. Like, I love that you mentioned that point. Because if you do not, if you keep burning bridges in an attempt to escape having to do the mature work that is learning how to communicate learning how to address your expectations Mm. learning how to resolve conflict learning how to actually love learning how to forgive all of these mature things if you do it because you're avoiding doing all of this no long not only would you have burnt several bridges you will not have a clue how to rebuild a bridge Mm. you won't know how to build a bridge in the first place that's really good a lot of us become so like I'm burning off all. I'm cutting off all these people. Okay, you're burning all these bridges, but do you actually know how to build a good relationship? Or are you the person who only knows how to tear things down? Wow. You only know how to end things. You only know how to end things in conflict. You actually don't know how to resolve. And these are often the people who do not know peace. Let me let you know something. no, no. Let me know you know something. Hello. There are a lot of people who are cutting off every single person in their life at any minor inconvenience and they still don't know peace. They still don't know peace. You're cutting kind off everyone who you think is, oh my God, my enemies are after me. Everybody's a hater. Okay, after all your haters are gone, do you still have peace? Yeah. Do you still have peace? No, because you don't know how to build these things. Bruh. You don't know how to build good things for yourself and that's for The, thing, and the for assumption
1: others. that it's always people that will bring you peace yeah. rather than being a cultivator of, of peace. It. There you go. These things, when I think of like joy and happiness and peace, these things are not simply brought in by the fact of people's presence. Mm-mm-mm. You have Very to work ready. and you have to decide yeah. to be peaceful. Yeah. Even in the midst of conflict, people think that absence of conflict means peace. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. It, it just really means absence. Doesn't. Come on okay i'm just so sick and tired of the fact that obviously it's good to have expectations and standards for people Mm -hmm. but we have such high expectations and standards for people to the point that they're no longer people yeah people are actually flawed yes they will fail you at some point you might not even expect it they will fail you The question is, what will you do when they do fail? And what will you do when you fail them? Because I think there's also this assumption. Sometimes we can be too much on our high horse of, I've been the perfect friend. Mm -hmm. I've always been there. You know, Mm -hmm. they're always taking advantage of me. (laughs) You've been there long enough for them to take advantage of you like this. And this is also the story you're telling
0: yourself. Hello. But they have a story that they're telling themselves. And in that story, you ain't the perfect picture, Fred, that you think you false. are
1: okay your fellows
0: there we go that there is an ease in our ability to have a lot of empathy for ourselves i know why i didn't do xyz was exactly. tired i went
1: through this but they were tired they went through stuff too and also sometimes you don't even communicate this yeah. right it's the whole oh i was going through this why can't she see it's the familiarity sometimes yes. that can absolutely ruin relationships telling you. she knows me she knows this is the way i behave she knows me this is the way i react just because she knows you, that doesn't mean you have to abdicate your responsibility to be a good person. And that's the thing. With adult relationships. <laughs> no, no,
0: no. Biggest man thing. Like with adult relationships. And in this time right now, I feel like a not enough people put enough emphasis on the need for reciprocity mm-hmm. and responsibility. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. These things don't just magically happen you actually need to give what you expect to receive and you also need to be responsible for cultivating and nurturing the relationships which you've been given the privilege of stewarding people aren't here to dance for you they're not doing dance for your uncle they're not here trying to they're not clowns they're not your minions they're not here trying to make sure and ensure that you have a good life you're Mm -hmm. not a baby anymore Mm -hmm. grow up the same way these people have been brought to help nurture you and help nurture the relationships you have to do the exact same thing and if you don't
1: give you don't receive it's simple that's it It's simple, man. It's difficult, but it's actually pretty straightforward. You know what I mean? And it
0: comes down to, and this is something we were saying um, in one of our journal corners when we were in Tanzania, we Mm. had like a journaling session and we were talking about the friends that we wanted and the friends we wanted to be. And oftentimes a lot of us talk about the friends that we want and we're not willing to actually be the friends who we want, right? We're not willing to give it. There we go. But even when we have decided, no, I am going to give it, we allow ourselves to be too shaken and we allow ourselves to waver and to be too inconsistent in our character Mm. because we decide who we want to be based on whether we consider the other person deserving yeah instead of deciding no this is just who i want to be right i want to be a patient person in everything i want to be a a selfless person in everything Mm. i want to be someone who's loving and kind in every context and in every circumstance so even if you come and you are bad to me the reason why i'm gonna burn this bridge is i don't want you to pollute the good and fresh water that is here right 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 And also, I want to keep my hands clean.
1: I wanted to end this episode on a more practical, slightly uplifting note. Mm. And that's dealing with friendship breakups and dealing with lack of closure, just dealing with friendship passer. What are some of the ways that the sisters can overcome some of these challenges in their friendship platonic relationships? You know what, I think, The
0: first thing is communication. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, let's sit down and let's have a conversation about this and let's see if we can actually come to a resolve. But if we can't, let me at least express, this is how I'm feeling. Mm -hmm. I want to actually understand your intentions behind your actions. Um, But yeah, this is just being honest and there needs to be a lot of room in your friendship Mm. for honesty and Mm -hmm. just confession. And this is just, honestly speaking, this is how I'm feeling. Um, And then the next thing is, once, or if things do end up breaking, actually taking the time mm. to grieve, actually taking the time to be like, you know what, that was someone in my life who I loved. That was someone who played a big part in my life, um, and they're not here anymore. Um, that looks like crying sometimes that looks like t- immersing myself in community with other people, um, and just kind of saying goodbye, you know, but also realizing that that person's always going to be a part of you. They're mm-hmm. always going to be a part of your memories and that's okay. Um, but if you are in a situation where your friendship is just riddled with conflict and backbiting and all the things that inevitably lead to a friendship breaking up, mm-hmm. one, the first thing is, actually identify the incidents yep. like things that you can actually point to where it's like clear as day to you i didn't like that that rubbed me the wrong way and before these things fester in your heart bring your friend to the side or sit her down or whatever it is and just be like hey when this happened this is actually how i felt mm. and i wanted to understand what was going on there or why you did that and i wanted to let you know that this is how i was feeling um before they fester right the longer things fester the uglier they get honestly so have these conversations and open line conversation as soon as possible um and when it comes down to friendship passer or things that are just going left real quick like like I was saying before just try and keep your hands clean you know Mm -hmm. if somebody's doing something that's like whoa you're hurting me don't just take the knife and start stabbing them to you and start hurting them to you it's never gonna do anything positive not for you anyway absolutely not um so take time to just be like you know what before this gets too far before i drag myself out of character before you really put the nail on the coffin of this friendship let's actually sit down and talk and see where this is going Mm -hmm. and it may require a few visitations to this conversation there may be some relapses here and there but definitely play it by ear and see okay is this friendship going in the right direction can i see some effort to change here and if not and if this com- if this friendship keeps drawing the worst out of me maybe we're approaching the end and oh, that's okay wow.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is so emotional man these things are hard yeah, friendship they, breakups yeah, hurt man
0: yeah, 100% uh, actual heartbreak actual heartbreak
1: especially when it's someone that's been like really close to you and like you've been like super intimate it can be challenging dealing with it and um i love that you mentioned those steps especially on communication yeah because often it's the things that are left unsaid that hurt us the most honestly hurt us the most yeah how about you (sighs) i pretty much agree with most if not everything everything not even Mm. most everything you've said um i love the communication point obviously i think it's as much as you can and as soberly as you can Mm. try and communicate your side of the story and also leave space to allow them to communicate. Sometimes we can kind of go in with friendship breakups and be like, you did X, Y, Z to me and you hurt me without saying, okay, maybe there may have been, point at during this friendship or during the relationship breakdown where i haven't been 100 and mm. i'd actually like to know where i've also messed up too yeah. so it does require a certain level of maturity and an openness to understanding that there are places where you may have messed up as a friend as well and i think it's also leaning into the other friendships that you may have as well yeah. sometimes ugh, when It can be so tempting to dwell on the fact that this particular relationship went wrong, but I'm sure there's other relationships in your life that are a lot more positive. Mm -hmm. And if anything, this can be something to really spur you on to, okay, this didn't work out, but I've got a lot of people around me or other people that I can invest in. And potentially this can be a more positive experience for me. So using this as kind of like a, oh, okay, cool. Learning curve for other relationships is also a great way to kind of, you know, take your mind off of it, or at least transfer that energy mm. to something that's a lot more conducive and positive so that's something that i would add I and that. also doing things to like take your mind off it as well like i don't know about you folks but i'm an overthinker and mm. i will overthink this in like an, a friendship breakup i will overthink that to death <laughs> it will Maybe. stop you from sleeping what you'll be out here in the cold listening to heartbreak songs <laughs> you'll be out here doing all sorts of nonsense yeah. and rubbish and Sometimes it's just necessary for you to do other things that you enjoy to take your mind off, Mm. like the breakup. But yeah, definitely doing those kind of activities to redirect that energy that you have towards something that's a lot more conducive and will actually help you in the long run can be a great way to overcome or at least occupy yourself during the process of a breakup. And um, yeah, definitely if there's other resources at your disposal, other communities, it might be the two, my sisters community. It might be your faith community. It might be your family community. It might be your friends, but really standing on these communities and these other parts of yourselves during the breakdown of a relationship mm. is necessary because it 100%. reminds you that your whole world was actually not that relationship mm. that was only again one of my favorite like metaphors or analogies or whatnot is these relationships are planets in your galaxy mm. this one has exploded there's still thousands of other planets in your galaxy that you can explore go to those ones explore them whilst mm. we deal with the wreckage of yeah. this planet that's what i would say i love that i love that oh <laughs> The ugly side of friendship. <laughs> but sisters, there's a beautiful side yeah. to you
0: there's a beautiful side but i actually want to hear your thoughts like i want to hear all the sisters please leave below if you've had an ugly friendship breakup or you have dealt with some pasta when it comes to firm friend, friends Bro. okay we want to hear the wild stories we want to hear your please, wisdom please, please. we want to hear what you've learned what you've gained some of you j- are mad to just put yep. that in the comments too Hello. like actually just put your anger just Hello. use it as an open forum <laughs> we'll be there no names though because if you get into a fight we can't back it last question just that so, i have know. for
1: you What's the wildest thing you can remember that a, fr- a friend a was cheating something?
0: on me with my boyfriend?
1: Yeah, I remember yeah, yeah, there that you go. That. I that, you that, I'm story. taking that yeah, to the grave. Nah. Unless you, Renee
0: Kapuku do something to me, I'm taking Stay that one to the grave. To my
1: assist- no, I'm trolling, I'm trolling. No, that one is night no, I would never. I Did would she never. just give you a teaser to her. <laughs> <laughs> her breaking up our friendship? <laughs> Ooh, this is <laughs> no, not. No, I would never, I would, I would never intentionally harm. I've told Courtney if anyone harms Courtney, however, that's that's world star <laughs> hip hop. Let me get back. Here. What about Let's you, though? My... Worst thing? I don't know. You know, I don't mm, think I've had anyone you've had good. Like I've actually friendship had good experiences, hundred
0: friends. percent. I've been what the one with the trifling ones. I think that one. I've the, been through the, things. Yeah, you've definitely been people. through things.
1: But the, I do. I have. But that's because I don't feel like I had a lot of friends growing up. It's only Fair more enough. recently that I feel like I have, have more friends. friends. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. But worst thing, nothing that like stung mm. that badly. Mm. I've had like some moments where I'm just like, oh, you are a nasty piece of work. Fair enough, but, but not. not enough. Enough. No.
0: That's nice. I like that. Yeah. Trauma free. Trauma free. Love it.
1: This happened when I was like a little kid though. Okay. Somebody that was meant to be like my best friend actually turned into my bully and then got the whole class to bully me. oh
0: no. yeah that was sad. yeah you've told that story in the yeah before, yeah that
1: that that was sad
0: oh
1: man but you made it out stronger we, look tougher. we made it out but we want to hear all of your story sisters what are the terrible terrible friendship experiences that you have had mm-hmm. who has been a trifling a double snakes oh h-o-e oh <laughs> <laughs> oh not the bad word I don't want to <laughs> get any strikes on YouTube you know how funny they be doing not their, the bad word. limited views or what that but sisters, drop it like it's hot in the comments yeah. we would love to know and of course you can drop it like it's hot all over the socials at to my sisterhood literally everywhere don't share those world stories on LinkedIn though. <laughs> 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 keep it professional Your employer will see it <laughs> keep it professional keep it professional but follow us on all of our platforms Instagram TikTok LinkedIn we are everywhere. We everywhere of course you can follow us on our individual pages the lovely the stunning the storyteller at cd boite and of course you can come and follow me at renee kapuku we love to see it and
0: make sure you sign up to our mailing list we for have told your, you honestly not only will you get weekly glow and grow tips, throw that one out the window. Tickets that, um, that exclusive <laughs> access to the tickets, this should be your number one priority okay. right now. Go and sign up to the mailing list on our website, to my sisters.com, and you will get early access when the tickets drop Hello. on the 30th of September. Hello. Um, you may even get access to it before that. All right. Don't worry, we've got your back. Hello. Yeah so make sure you sign up to the mailing list make sure that you plug into everything that we are doing we hope we see you at the live show sis okay we hope you've enjoyed this episode but most of all we hope you have an amazing week okay Hello. so as always keep glowing and growing